we try to find free stuff, which there's so much of. A lot of cities, you can get those um, museum passes at the library. They'll be free. So we have that in Chicago. If you do some research and look really hard, you'll find plenty of like free things to do. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Summer break is here, and so far it's been a blast. As school was finishing up for my six-year-old, we headed over to Denver. My cousin's wedding was beautiful. We took the girls to the park to play, relax, got to go downtown, explore, eat, and try some local brews. And thanks to my mom, we had some extra date nights. The next week after our trip was a bit more low-key, but it was still fun. And with a couple weeks left before our oldest goes back to school, we're trying to mix things up so that it'll be a memorable summer and yet won't break our budget. If you're in the same boat, I have some great news. Today, we have two guests to give some ideas. Aja from Principles of Increase and Paul of Cash Crunch Games are here to make things easier. In this episode, we get into how to find enriching and frugal activities around town, giving your kids skills and knowledge about how to handle money like a pro, and getting out for date night when it's just the two of you. With the summer, I know for us, we're excited. We have some trips planned. We're going to be visiting family. It's summer break for my little one. But as a mom, you know this. We want our kids to be active, you know, want them to have fun, but we also don't want to go broke or bust our budget. So I wanted to chat with you because you are awesome over at Principles of Increase. You're so nice. You are doing so many things with your daughters, you know, and I have two little ones too. Just keeping them active, finding frugal and fun activities. And I kind of just wanted to pick your brain with this. Sure. Let's go for it. You are teaching your kids a lot. I see them. I mean, they, they're working. They're also doing gardening. I saw them doing some community work. How do you choose what activities to do with them? Well, in addition to them being enriching, they do have to be cost effective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I, I do focus a lot on the enrichment part. So my kids are a part of like a local kind of STEM slash entrepreneurship program. Mm -hmm where they learn about entrepreneurship from like an angle of sustainability, especially in urban settings. So this particular organization is called Chicago Eco House. Check them out. Donate if you can. Um, (laughs) They go and participate in a number of projects. So since they've been there, they've learned about urban gardening, raising chickens, uh, creating uh, solar panels for like off-grid solar panels for chicken coops. Like in the winter, they need their water heated up. They've um, 
help cultivate like a flower farm and there's like an off-grid irrigation system. They participate in that help planning. They've worked with engineers. Now they're doing 3D modeling along with their 3D printing coding. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And, you know, whether or not they go into that on a professional level, I mean, it'd be nice, but I want to give them exposure. And then it's also really important because we live in what some people might call a blighted neighborhood. We live on the South side of Chicago. And a lot of times people think that you have to travel outside the hood to participate in things like that. And it's just, it's not true. We've got some really awesome things going on. Um, and then aside from that, uh, my kids are homeschool and yeah. we're actually homeschool through the summer. And we have a tutor that comes in to help. And she recently came up with, um, she like mapped out all the pools in the area to find like the open swim and the free swim nice. um, time slot. So that's nice that like our community park district has a lot of, we have a lot of nice parks in Chicago, a lot of free things. We have like Shakespeare in the summer and um, the, you know, they'll take advantage of the community pool. So again, I want them to learn how to swim, I want them to be exposed to Shakespeare and there's just so much going on if you live in a city like Chicago. So we try to find um, free stuff, which there's so much of. A lot of cities, you can get those um, museum passes at the library. They'll be free. So we have that in Chicago. If you do some research and look really hard, you'll find plenty of like free things to do. Yeah. So that program, you said it was Eco? or uh, It's called Chicago Eco House. Chicago Eco House. How did you find that? I mean, because that sounds like a fantastic program. They're right here in the neighborhood, and it's actually a couple, a young couple. So they came here maybe in like 2015, 2016, and we were connected by a mutual friend. And they're like, hey, um, you know, the program was not very organized at first. They're like, hey, bring your kids over and we'll make a mulberry pie. Um, that's Hannah. She's um, one of the directors. And I'm like, okay. So we went to their house and she made a mulberry pie with my kids. And then from there, it just kind of grew. So my kids participating even like help shape the program. So obviously there's not a Chicago eco house in every city, mm-hmm. but, uh, if you are just open to just new opportunities, cause we mm-hmm. could have said no to the mulberry pie. It sounded frankly weird to me, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> My kids need to learn how to cook and somebody else is going to do it with them besides me. I'm like, yes, yeah, we're, we're coming over. Um, but I would say definitely check your local library. There's usually some little hidden gem. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling ambitious, start something yourself or get with, you know, like a mom group, a mom co-op, and you guys can, t- can take turn. We have um, take turns. We have a pretty big homeschooling population in the city. So there are a lot of homeschooling co-ops and, you know, one person will teach science, another will do Spanish and you don't have to be in homeschool to participate either. So Mm. those are just some ideas. Yeah. Those are some great ideas. And I love your motivation with this mulberry pie, which I've never tasted that. Let me know how that was. (laughs) It was, it was good. She mixed it with apples. Mulberry is kind of like, um, a, a weed tree that nobody pays attention to. Have you seen mulberries before? Um, you know, I, I'm not aware of it. They look like, they look just like raspberries, but they're black. I didn't know what they were either. They're just like, we step on them all the time. They stink and they attract bees. And we're like, oh, these are so stupid. It never occurred to me that anyone would eat them. But yeah, it was like raised on a farm in Kansas. And she's like, yeah, my mom would teach me how to make mulberry pie. But you mix it in with some, a a sweeter. Something sweeter. And it was good. So like for you, 
introducing cooking? Was mulberry pie their first introduction or how did you kind of start getting them to help around the house? The mulberry pie, thanks Hannah, incident actually did help because I think when you are... I think it helps also that I don't, I don't work that much. I'm not like a, I don't work outside the, the home. I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. So one of the hardest, um, I think hurdles that you have to get across is having patience because there were many times where I'd be like, I don't have time to teach you anything. Let me just do this. And so that happened a lot. So I'm, I'm just in awe that my kids can cook now, but they're nine and 13 and my, my nine, my nine-year-old, she cooks, she makes pizza, she makes everything. So Actually, what I have them do at the beginning of the week is they make their meal plan. Each person has oh. to cook two um, meals, mm-hmm. and they it's usually like tacos and yeah or something. But it's still I don't really cook that much anymore, and I'm like, yay, life is That's awesome. But it was there was that you know sometimes I get frustrated, mom, it's gonna turn out, and my patience is like, but if you stick through it, give yourself a summer. Maybe that's the summer for the summer. You focus on like, gosh, darn it. My kids are going to learn how to cook. And yeah, maybe you'll pull out your hair and there's two, but at the end of the summer, I mean, I'm living on easy street. Both of my kids cook. I like, I don't have to wake. They used to wake me up at like five in the morning. Like I'm hungry. None of that anymore. They wake up, they make their breakfast, they make their dinner. And now we have Amazon fresh. So they'll even go into the cart and add everything in the cart for their meal meal plan. And I just have to press a button and all the groceries. Are, well, I, I censored yeah. the cart. I edited it a little bit. No, I, I understand. <laughs> but that's, that's good that they're being so proactive. It's not like just the simple idea. I love that idea of like, you plan out your meal. That's, that's your meal that you have power and control over. Versus yeah. Like, okay, well, I need you to make this. You're allowing them to choose. I love how Aja's handling this. Yes, things are a lot easier with her kids doing more around the house, picking up some chores and work. But more importantly, she's setting them up for success later on as they grow up. Having ownership over something, giving them some control over maybe the choice of activities they have, or letting them take the lead with some household stuff really is a win for the whole family. And when I was talking with Paul Vassy of Cash Crunch Games, he really honed in on this. We were talking about those memories that you have growing up. You probably had it when you're doing the road trip. You're in charge of maybe the map. Someone's in charge of the snacks. You break things down and it sounds really simple, but it can have a profound effect on your child's life and then also your relationship and getting them to be more independent. Now, fast forward that to when that child becomes a parent or that child comes a teenager and they're going to, to get their first job or or the, they become parents, guess what? They remember the good things and they will share that. Now, let's, let's say we're playing Play-Doh or let's say we learn to ride in a park or let's say we, what skills are they using that they can actually use in employment down the line? You know, it's communication, talking, planning. You know, hey kids, we're going to go to the park today, but what I want you to do is I want you to plan the event for us. I want you to research what you can do at the park and I want you to tell me what we're going to do. That's planning skills in itself. Yeah, and kids love being in charge. We uh, went to the zoo, what was it, last fall, 
And as an experiment, I gave my kid like a $20 budget, mm -hmm. um, six-year-old, and she just felt like she was queen, yeah. uh, you know, because she had to figure out what we would eat and what we drink. It was giving up some control, but for her, this was a skill. Um, mm -hmm. and, and she felt like this was fun because now she get to, you know, figure out how much to spend here and there. Absolutely. Now you turn it around as a couple of answers, you know, ideas mm -hmm. here that, I mean, as a, as a school teacher, I was in previous life. I got them playing board games, yeah. um, money games. And mm -hmm. the moment you, and before you played the game, you asked the kid about money. They, they wouldn't say a thing. They, they, oh no, I can't do it. But I got them playing the game. Next minute, they became experts. And guess what? I couldn't shut them up. <laughs> so now they're telling me how to learn, how for me to look after my money because of what they learned in the game. I mean, it's just like if a kid mm -hmm. knows the way you drive from A to B, from, yeah. from your house to grandma's, and you go wrong, they'll go, hey, 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 we're going the wrong way. You need to go this way because they know stuff. So yeah. like you were saying, when you gave your kid that $20 bill, you're making them the expert, the boss. Mm -hmm. You're giving them ownership. You're improving their self-esteem, their organizational skills. They've got, they've got skin in the game. So now it's creating memories because they're not just being dragged along and being a participant. They're actually running it. You know, yeah. not being, sorry, not being an observer. They're being a participant. Yeah. And I, and I think that is so key to, to everyday life, but also for building relationships. And that's really the driving force behind Cash Crunch Games. Paul somehow created a fun way for kids to learn about money through a game. It's an opportunity to not only spend time as a family, but for them to get some practice and learn some essential money skills. Well, I realized that, you know, if you ever ask a kid a question, you know, and it's all about confidence. Like I taught, taught in schools and when I spoke to them about math or finance, they said, can't do it because they're intimidated. But kids are so used to playing games in general. They've got that within them. You know, even when they were youngsters and playing with Barbies and Kens and everything else. And then you were playing Monopolies and then you were Snakes and Ladders and all those things. So they are programmed to play games and to share and, and talk in a group. So what I realized was that if you made them a game, they become experts because the older kids are telling younger kids how to play it and all those things. So now all of a sudden the intimidation has gone and it's fun. And then they're making up their own rules. But then if you add a little bit of structure in, it all sudden makes sense for them because they are creating experiences and they're becoming experts because they've lived it themselves. And that's how, why I, I chose to do games. And that's why I think that's why your children like Cash Crunch Junior, because it makes sense, because it's real and it's in their hands and they're making decisions. So if you're looking for some activities that can help your kids get more comfortable with money, please check out Cash Crunch Games. They have a free online version of their game that you guys can try out, see how it goes. I think it's a lot of fun and it gives money in the context of our day-to-day -day lives. How can you use it to reach your goals? So now that you have some ideas on what you can do with the kids, the question is, what about you guys? What fun can the two of you have this summer that won't break the budget? I asked Aja for some ideas about how she and her husband spend their time together. What are some date night ideas you like and what are some things you think he would like for his dates? 
His ideal date is eating and there should be a TV there so that he can watch whatever game sporting event is on. That is his idea of a great time. Okay. I, I like to eat, but it can't be what my life centers around mm-hmm. because hitting middle age here and you just can't, <laughs> you know, you have to find other things to do. And mm-hmm. plus, you know, it costs money to eat out. So um, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like, I'm like, I could never eat out. Cause if he's like tacos, I'm like, come on. Yeah. But, um, I am trying, I'm, I try to fit more activity into mm-hmm. what I do. Like I'm trying to kind of just, cause you know, when you work from home, you sit all day and you're very, have this sedentary lifestyle. So I'm all about like, let's move. The other day we were um, down at the lake for Memorial Day, mm-hmm. we in Chicago and it was just, it was great. And so I went for a run and then there's like a little pool down there. I swam and then I was like doing interval stuff at the park. And my daughter's like, mommy, you turn everything into a workout. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to fit it in somewhere, you know, between you and everything, you know, the kids and everything else. So that's the kind of person I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like, let's do something active and fun. Mm-hmm. And my husband, he works outside. He thinks he's like the most active person there is because he's a mailman. So he, okay. so I'll be like, let's go on a walk after dinner or something. He's like, I walk my entire life. I don't. Want to <laughs> That's my job. I walk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is so soul crushing in so many ways because yeah. like, you know, what better way is there to bond by taking a long walk on the beach? And he's just like, I'm not having it. <laughs> so um, we have, do you guys have Divi bikes or some kind of public biking rental thing? I think there's something downtown. We got our own bikes. Yeah, so we have these yeah. this public bike system. I'm sure every city has a version of them. I think we have even two systems now. But anyway, mm-hmm. one day I'm like, oh, will you do that? Well, I've been kind of badgering him. Like, can we go bike right here? We go bike. He's like, I really don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. But one day he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he was good spirited about it. And we did it. We didn't even get that far. So who knows if he'll do it again. So that's where we struggle, just trying to find things that we like. But sometimes we'll, I mean, and not that it's like, you know, a knockdown, drag out or knockout, drag, whatever, yeah. a big argument because we'll, we'll do Netflix and chill mm-hmm. without the chill because we're yeah. old. Um, <laughs> so we're like, Netflix. No, how do you say, I'll just say we're married with kids. Okay. Which doesn't mean always a bad time. Sometimes there is chill, <laughs> but sometimes there's just eating, lots of eating involved. So we'll do that and we enjoy each other, you know, when we put the kids down to sleep. So that's a totally valid date night. Like just put your kids a bit early and you can have a party. Um, so we'll do that. And in Chicago, we have a lot of like free activities. Like I was saying, one of those is um, they have like dance in the park where you go and dance in Millennium Park. And they do have like ballroom dancing, salsa. They have, you know, all these different. So we've done that and that's been fun. So we'll try to find things here and there. But it's not sadly like a regular thing. I'm like, Friday is is biking night. Um, You do what you have to do. So I know I do have some um, listeners on the podcast that live in Chicago. Any recommendations for date night spots for like food? 
cheap eats that oh, are delicious. for food it depends on we're on the yeah. south side not everybody ventures to the south side but we'll if send you, them there but if you come to the mm-hmm. south side there are places in Hyde Park I'm in love with this poke bowl place yeah so that's been really good that's in Hyde Park Bridgeport has a really good taco place antique taco mm-hmm. and there's one up north for you northsiders if you don't come to the south side um and then ah, we have a great donut place and sometimes that that's another date thing we enjoy getting up early on sunday morning and yeah. getting donuts you know that's nice but the back to the free thing i forgot mm-hmm. to mention this one thing we do regularly in the summers is we go down to the lakefront and the 31st street harbor for those of you who are in chicago and it's a little bit south side we that is a great spot because there is like a little eating place it's called pier 31 i think they have live music there on certain days of the week there's the running trail there's bike rentals there's water ski like jet ski all that stuff rental there's a little pool there that's really quiet and low-key i shouldn't be Mm -hmm. telling everyone but it's it's there i mean it's a great we go down there like on sunday afternoons after church or something yeah bring the grill, like do a few hamburgers. And it's a, it's one, it's the best free time that we have in Chicago. Also, Mm -hmm. we're like always waiting for summer, like, Oh, the lake, the lake. And we, it's free. And we just have a great time down there all the time. Special thanks to Aja and Paul for being a part of the show. If you're looking to learn more about how she's helping her girls become money savvy, please visit Aja at Principles of Increase. And if you want your kids to start learning about money essentials in a fun way, you have to check out Cash Crunch Games. We have the junior edition at home and it's fun. We're also going to be continuing discussion about what to do this summer as a family in our free Facebook group. It's called Thriving Families. Please join us. I'll have the links to that the games, Aja site, all of that and more over in the show notes at couplemoney.com slash summer fun. And if you don't want to miss a thing we release, whether it's a podcast, videos, articles, be a part of our community. It's free and I share extras and some exclusive content every week. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash join. And you don't want to miss this week because I'm going to be sharing how you can be a part of the podcast. We're doing the listener mailbag again, and I'd love for you to be a part of this. So sign up now and you'll get all the info this Friday. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. Your reviews are awesome and thoughtful. I appreciate you sharing them and then also getting the word out on social media of your favorite episodes. Yes, it helps get the show some promotion, but more importantly, it's helping your friends and others get more comfortable talking about money, thinking about money, and working as a team. So thank you so much. I hope you have a great week. Take care.